I'm thoroughly convinced the only real European countries are the ones that no longer exist. Welcome, everybody, to Morg and Balonies. I, of course, am Morg. And I'm Balonies. Also known as the CRTs with HPV, Nicholas, and... <laughs> I don't think I want to be known as that, but I'm Greg. Corey! Too late, bud. Yeah. Already said it. How you doing? Yeah, I can't take it back. I'm doing well, Nick. How are you today, this year? Oh, I'm fucking terrible. Isn't that funny? It's the new year. How are you terrible? <laughs> oh, I'm just... I'm just doing all these sorts of things, plus, the, you know, the whole time distortion thing that's kind of been going on. It still feels yeah, like we're, true. to throw out a, a random date, it still kind of feels like we're on the 21st of December in 2020. <laughs> it kind of feels that way, I agree. You been up to anything lately, mister? After our 19 special episodes? We haven't caught up in a while. <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. Uh, to keep it uh, relatively brief, I hired a lawyer. Uh, my situation was a traffic situation. It was a traffic ticket. Mm -hmm. It was still as bullshit as I described it a few episodes ago. Yeah. But uh, apparently, in my Snapchat memories, I had a traffic ticket this same time <laughs> two years ago. The exact same so, officer. Hmm. <laughs> yes, he traveled all the way from Bakersfield just to see me. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if you're out there driving in October, uh, November... They're probably going to be trying to give you a ticket, so be extra careful. Gotta get the Christmas money. Filling in them fucking quotas, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And apparently also, uh, the system is literally so bankrupt that they give you a ticket that is bullshit. You hire a lawyer who then tells you, yeah, uh, it's gonna be 50 bucks and we'll get it reduced to this and you don't have to worry about basically anything other than paying what's left of the fine after it gets reduced. Mm -hmm. So... You literally get a bullshit ticket, hire a lawyer, who then is like, yeah, it's fine. Like, they don't even fucking worry about it. Like, they know that's how bad it is. It's just, uh, it's so heartbreaking. Approximately, how much <laughs> to does work in this the lawyer cost to do this kind of thing? Because I know this happens to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. This particular lawyer, because I looked at a few different uh, firms... This one, they only charge 50 for this. There was another one who gave me the same exact advice and said they would do the same exact thing uh, for 100 <laughs> So I went with the cheaper one. Mm -hmm. As you should. Of course. Yeah. So that happened, and I uh, finally watched the original Star Wars trilogy, for episodes 4, 5, and 6. Yes. Yeah, for the first time. Hadn't seen them before. Uh, really enjoyed them. Is that, wait, are three you is my favorite out of the three. Yeah, New Hope and uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. You've never seen them, wow. You yeah. made me watch episode eight. What a weird thing to do. <laughs> what are you on? Well, you know, I was <laughs> caught up with the newer ones. Oh, which also reminds me, uh, last thing that I'll catch up on because I want to throw the ball over to Nick. Um, Mandalorian, I'm almost done with season two. I really started binging the last few days, actually, so... Yeah, man, that's been good. Man. I've been I've been enjoying it. Uh, it's a little too Star Warsy in season two. Mm -hmm. I like the episodes when it feels more like The Mandalorian and less like Star Wars have episode you... four point whatever or you know. But yeah, have you seen what's the, up, Nick? Have you seen the bit that Robert Rodriguez directed? I 
don't it know. It involves a returning fan favorite character from the original trilogy who gets eaten by a Sarlacc pit. Oh, I did see him coming back. Handsome man, bald man, yeah. very white teeth. He is handsome. His fight scene yeah. is one of the most horrendous things I've seen in a Star Wars movie. Oh, you know what? Oh, oh, okay. The fight scene itself. Yeah. I thought you meant the episode that was directed by Rodriguez. He's specifically. So I was going to say, I haven't seen him fight. <laughs> he did a fight scene. And holy shit, you'll 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 watch it and you'll go, whoa, Nick, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's probably the next episode I'm probably. about to watch. I think I'm on episode six of season two right now. So yeah, yeah, I uh, think it's literally the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tried to watch that one today. It didn't work out. But yes, okay, I'll, I'll look forward to that. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, what about you, Nick? What you um, been up to? I've been doing a whole lot of nothing. Um, you know, I've missed you. I missed you too, buddy. Holidays aren't my strong yeah, suit. I, you know, I kind of just do yeah. my own thing. Always have. Um, hmm. But today is the winter solstice in my time dimension. Your time dimension is on the first of this of January, uh, the second, fourth. Uh, let me look specifically for when this episode's coming out. <laughs> it's hard, you know, they, they don't sell the planners on time anymore. It's hard to check. But it's the winter solstice, and uh, exactly. Jupiter and Saturn are the closest they are together in like 600 years or something. And I think we're gonna have like a whole bunch of like Aquarius linings coming up pretty soon. Uh, and I'm kind of bummed out because up here it's fucking rainy and cloudy and I can't fucking see the lads. <laughs> uh, it's the fourth where I am. I'm sorry to hear that, though. And it was like, beautiful. I saw it three times over. Time travel. That sucks, brother. I'm really mad. <laughs> I'm going to start fucking bullying people just to make up no. for this moment. <laughs> mm. Everyone from my time period, if Nick has bullied you, let me know and I'll... I'll tell him who to go after. I've got a perfect uh, uh, traffic lawyer I can help you out. <laughs> 50 bucks a pop. Um, so, yep. with the new year, as we know, new me, new resolutions. I'm actually keeping the same resolution as last year, which is, Greg? No Scarlett Johansson movies? No Scarlett Johansson movies, because I kind of messed up last year, because I saw Jojo Rabbit, didn't know she Jojo was in Rabbit. it. It was a fucking trick. Yeah. I got pranked by Taika Waititi <laughs> once again. Um, but we are also going to start adapting <laughs> like a, a new... Like a Taika hmm, A Taika fighter. <laughs> That's the one that the Stormtroopers fly. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. We're going to start, we're going to try a new format. Uh, just to help these shows flow a little better, we're gonna try something. So, as you guys might have been familiar, we typically go game, news, game, and news always being our longest subject. And I, I'm sure we've got some fans out there, some bald women, probably like you know, really holding <laughs> on to it. But we think we might be because yeah. we are ramblers and we like talking and hearing our own voices because we can't we mute Love the other it. person when we do these calls, so we have no clue what they're saying. Uh, noise canceling. Just guessing, headphones. really. Just guessing. We're really good at that, mostly. <laughs> Incredibly but good at guessing. We are switching over to the, basically the inverse of that. So we're going to start with some news, hit it over to a game in the middle, and then end with trailers. Typically, we can shift it around as we go and get more familiar with it. We've done about 14-ish episodes based on the old format, and we don't hate it. We just think this will f- help us flow a lot easier. And we're it running should. out of games. <laughs> Uh-oh. He said yeah. it. Yeah. 
<laughs> <laughs> Two games an episode is hard, guys. It is hard, and and, and it takes a lot of time. If they don't mentally, emotionally, they don't give you like the amount of satisfaction com- relative to the time. <laughs> so doing two of them is just a real bummer. But we do one, and you do well yeah. enough. So yeah, we are going to start with the first section of our news with mm, pop. This will be the mm, section. So this is the news or pop. Pop. Let's say this part's pop. Don't worry about anything <laughs> okay. I've said for the last five seconds. I'm back now. Nicholas is here. Welcome back. So, we are going to do some things. And actually, I've got a new one that's not on our docket that I want to talk about just real quick. Uh, as we mentioned, Robert Rodriguez, you know, he directs. Uh, he's directing the Boba Fett episode on Mandalorian, and he did the fight scene, and it's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Uh, which means he's got oh, a TV exciting. show, The Book of Boba Fett. What? Yeah, they, they're giving him a TV show. Because they didn't, They you know, a couple weeks ago, they didn't announce enough stuff. They did not have enough TV shows for all. Star Wars. We needed a couple more. So I'm predicting, so Boba Fett's happening. I'm also, mm-hmm. I really want uh, Watto to get his own series. I would love Watto to return. You may know him as the blue flying fella from Tatooine who gives oh. Anakin, uh, or he's like, he's the slave trader of Anakin. He's a, yeah, he's a slave trader. <laughs> yeah, so he's pretty, I, I want haven't even him, seen that one and I know Watto. I want him to get a show. Watto's pretty great. I also want to show about the baby hut in the Star Wars Clone Wars show. There's a little tiny baby hut. <laughs> I want him to have a show because he's cuter than baby, baby Yoda. Nut. He's just baby Huda. <laughs> and he won't have a dumb name like Grogu. It's like Rasa or something, which is a good name. <laughs> not fucking Grogu. The. So yeah, those are the shows. Yeah. I know Greg. Not a great name. Not prepared, so he. Not too much to say, especially one episode behind. Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about Boba Fett uh, from the comic universe, at least, because there was a. There's a small stretch of time where I was watching a lot of videos about Star Wars canon, but like in the comics and stuff. And that shit was really interesting, actually. That was my impression uh, of Star Wars canon. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if if it's uh, anything similar to what I heard on that episode of a YouTube channel that I do not remember. Uh, Could be fun. I don't really know what the book of Fett is really means if he's like because i don't know much about boba's past just what he does after the sarlacc wink wink uh it's gonna be a remake of of book of ezekiel with the blind guy uh it's the spoiler alert sorry uh (laughs) (laughs) hope you've seen that movie washington i think is it then yeah yeah and it's all really gray it is. They put it's, like a gray filter over everything. It's, it was in that time. Yeah, Fucking unfortunately. Transformers. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe this will be cool. Uh, Boba Fett apparently has an incredible fight scene in The Mandalorian. Nick won't <laughs> shut up about it. I so hate Boba we'll see. <laughs> Such a dumb character. He He's does hardly anything joke. in the movies. He does nothing in the movies. He hardly the only time anything. in as a part Other of the official canon. Other than get knocked canon, into a pit. Is the the holiday the holiday special that's his first appearance. Oh, he was in the animated fun. section. He was actually all right. He's it's the best part of that special because it's shit. But we are nice. going to move on real quick. We're gonna give a shout Moving out to, to Jay Moles, John Mulaney, signed himself into rehab today for uh, alcohol and I believe cocaine. And 
Shit's hard, mm. man. Addiction's a bitch, and sobriety's fucking hard. So, you know, I I know yeah. I'm I'm Mr. pulling for you, man. Mister hate all celebrities, but John Mulaney's never done nothing to nobody. We we can, as far as we know, and nobody deserves to suffer from addiction. It's a real shitty thing. No. So we're rooting for you. I bud. love you, John Mulaney. I think you're super funny, and uh, you know, proud of you mm-hmm. for actually seeking help. That's really uh, incredible. That's a feat of strength. In right. my book. We're going to move back on to shitting on things. Welcome. So, George Clooney. <laughs> Here uh, we go. George Clooney apparently did an, an interview with uh, Howard Stern, and I'll say it. Fuck Howard Stern. Here we go. Moving on. <laughs> uh, he gave an interview saying that he told Ben Affleck not to accept the role of Batman. I'm with two mindsets on this. There's one, uh, don't, being, being cast as Batman one of them. is basically signing a death warrant that fans were going to hate you <laughs> and send you death threats, no matter what. No matter what actor, every single one has, mm-hmm. has gotten this hate before they were cast. And then as soon as the movie comes out, and they all do pretty good, they're like, oh, we never did that. But this next guy, fuck him. And it's like, it's so fucking, they do the exact same thing, it's the exact same people. And on that side, I understand. But, George Clooney's side... Uh, is has taken the side of just shitting relentlessly on his the, his Batman movie, Batman and Robin, I believe. Uh, yes. You know, and it's the big meme to hate that movie, but that movie actually fucking rules. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it lately. It's you know everyone jokes That's about exactly like, what I was going to say about like Batman nipples, and it's like okay, who fucking cares? <laughs> oh man, oh man, it's like it's such a it's beautiful got Arnie, Mister Freeze. Yeah, it's so is and Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy. As Poison Ivy and uh, uh, Bane is played by the wrestler. Oh, I believe his name was the Ultimate Solution. Uh, in WCW, <laughs> it was changed real quick. Uh. It's such a good movie, and it's so campy, and it's so fun, and it's, you know, part Mm -hmm. of the reason it's hated, because the 90s is when Batman started to veer into the edgy horror side of, of Batman, and that was, it's arguably the best part of Batman, but comic book movies are always about 10 to 15 years behind the comics, and so this is still... It was like still early '80s, the camp, and that's the same as Val Kilmer and and Michael Keaton's. They were just a little bit. They had a little bit more gothic flair, but it was still campy. Watch Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> Look at Danny DeVitas is the Penguin. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Danny DeFetus. Yeah, Danny the, the Funky Fetus. Uh, <laughs> But it's, uh, I also love uh, mm-hmm. Batman and Robin, just to make sure everyone knows right off the bat. I loved it when I was a kid. I love it now. Had a it's very of it. fun. Nice. And Batman Forever, because I love them. And part of them is, <laughs> Hell yeah. is Joel Schumacher, rest in peace. Uh, passed away earlier this year, I believe. Rest in uh, peace, yes. But, you know, being an openly gay filmmaker in the 80s and 90s, and he made a whole lot of movies, but being that, and in that time, a lot of the the drawback, and we'll we'll see a little bit of that later, uh, (laughs) is just from being an openly gay man, and and including some of these S&M themes, because, you know, like Bane's whole thing, being this big, muscly, like, Mega Man, and and, not Mega Man, 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Time to get serious. A big old luchador, even though he's not nothing like Bane yeah. in the comics, but that's whatever. Leather mask. And then Poison Ivy, like, doing S&M torture stuff to George Clooney. <laughs> and George Clooney being, oh ho. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think those movies rule, and I think George Clooney is a clown for not he also recently was supporting we we didn't we need to talk about this as well i suppose I'm, I'm remembering all these things uh tom cruise uh on the set of the newest mission impossible all right before we jump into that i'm gonna jump back because i forgot we were talking about george clooney's comments about yes. <laughs> batman and robin i just got on the love train too fast mm -hmm. um i wish that he saw that as you know a fun part of his career rather than as like an embarrassment because I think overall, like, fans are pretty positive about Batman and Robin, especially people like myself and Nicholas, who were relatively young, I assume, when we saw it for the first time. Mm -hmm. I was. And, you know, it's, it's like, I think it's beloved at this point more than maligned. And like he mentions in his little interview, he tells uh, Ben Affleck, you know, well, he tells the guy who's interviewing him that... He was just giving advice from his wisdom as having been Batman, uh, and he would do it again. And that's fine, but uh, buddy, I, I think you should listen to your fans. We love you with them bat nipples. And <laughs> if Batfleck had bat nipples, uh, we probably love them all the same. Back to Tom Cruise screaming at people. So, uh, in, a, in a shocker to no one, Tom Cruise, abusive? Who would have guessed? Uh, leaked audio <laughs> of Tom Cruise uh, screaming and berating at two of his probably underpaid uh, staff members for the quote-unquote of violating COVID-19 protocols. Uh, now, the news in the media have been portraying this as Tom Cruise being a hero for protecting people's lives during COVID and all that. But that's not really what happened. Uh, so the people, the, the, the story is trying to say like, oh, these people were lax, they were lax and they were breaking rules just for the hell of it. No, they were wearing their masks and they were trying to communicate crucial information. And to do that accurately, they, they stepped in a little bit closer and that's all they did. Nothing. And even if they were not wearing their masks and they should, and they should be, and they should listen, abusing your employees is never cool. There's no need to scream at your people, especially when you're, one, uh, the lead actor in the movie, Tom Cruise, and one of, like, 18 producers on the movie. You're just using your excuse of power to, to, to scream and attack people. And since then, five people have quit because of this stuff. And George Clooney, of course, defending Tom Cruise. Yeah, the only thing I have to say about this is... Uh wish it was funnier yeah like christian bale's freak out at least we can look back on that and laugh this is just going to be kind of like oh yeah it'd be like i remember when tom cruise like tried to take a soapbox when he was already on top of the mountain that's <laughs> not to mention that's a little tom cruise uh being the big fighter for tenet staying in theaters which is breaking uh many states <laughs> covid uh regulations isn't that fun Aren't you? Yeah. Stuff. What a peach. Someone actually made, I was looking on this <laughs> news site, and they're like, oh, here's the epic meme collaboration of Christian Bale's freakout and Tom Cruise's freakout. And I'm like, why is this the funny thing to you? Why is this what you need <laughs> to joke about? This actually sucks. Yeah. <laughs> People are losing their jobs. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck off. 
Fuck off, Kloonster. la dee da dee da like this. All right. Uh, one more Moving DC on. news before we go. Uh, Zack Snyder's recut of Justice League is happening still, and I'm all for it. I don't really care that people are mad. I don't like Zack Snyder, but I think he should have the option to finish his movie because Joss Whedon's kind of, you know, with the investigation going on about racially based uh, discrimination and sexism. I'm fine with Zack Snyder getting a shot. And part of <laughs> the recent thing being, uh, it might be rated R. I think he's including another one or two F words. And, you know, he's done some minor oh, fuck. graphical changes to, like, Steppenwolf, I think is his name. On a magic copy right now. You know, like the band. Get it? <laughs> yes, I do, actually. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I just did that reference. I used to be like, oh, why? Because everyone used to clamor. Like, four years ago, everyone used to scream that this movie needed to be rated R. Like, these superhero movies needed to be rated R. And like, oh, you can't do Logan without it being rated R. And they actually got it rated R, so that's good. It's like, oh, you can't do Deadpool without it being rated R. And then, like, they did it rated R, but they did a PG-13 cut. That was still pretty good. <laughs> like, it, it, you don't... Never saw it. Yeah, um... I only watch rated R movies. <laughs> yeah, but then like the MCU came along and they, you know, a strict PG-13 thing going on and they've really switched mm -hmm. because comic book fans are uh, spineless and inconsistent. <laughs> they really switched. So now, now in Zack Said Snyder, Nick, a huge comic book fan. Yep, I'm. I will. I will admit to having no spine. I'm a jellyfish. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a couple fucks, and now you guys are gonna get on your Tom Cruise soapbox. <laughs> Fuck off. How do you feel about fucking oh, the Justice League? We know it's Batman who's saying them, right? Both of them? At least both of them? Too? I feel like, like, I don't think anyone else would really they, say it. Like, Wonder I'm Woman? I'm fairly sick. Fuck. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> I guess... <laughs> I guess Jason Momoa would also oh, yeah. possibly that could be. That would be. I'd be fine with that. What the fuck's this? It like, makes more sense than Batman, brother. honestly. Yeah, that's <laughs> Because he true. is just a drunken um, sailor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it'll be fine. I'm curious to see what this movie is going to be because uh, Justice League wasn't great. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe an F-bomb here and there will make it even better. <laughs> I hope they, they get rid of the shot um, where it's like Flash like lands in Wonder Woman's tits and they go, ooh. Oh, yeah. Classic Joss Whedon. Classic. Joss in fact, Whedon. I believe that is, um, that is, I believe it. that's a... A body double i don't think that's gal gadot in that scene uh i know because oh. they tried to get one of the assistant directors to do it because she had nice boobs and she was like fuck no oh my god thanks thanks joss good for her well real good for her saying up. fuck no right. add that fuck into the movie hell yeah yeah all right <laughs> Uh, some Marvel Shinematic Universe news. We got some information oh, on She-Hulk. So Kevin Feige, uh, who's like the big TV Marvel guy, movie stuff, he's all around. Uh, he is oh, yeah. saying that She-Hulk is going to be a half-hour legal comedy show. Now, uh, every single thing in the Marvel Universe is a comedy. So let's get that out of the way. <laughs> so specifying that this is a comedy actually kind of scares me. Because it makes me yeah. think that there will just not be the action bit. And that's kind of... Like, She-Hulk's comics have always been funny. Like, for the most part, she's a really funny character. And she gets into funny situations, being a superhero and a defense oh. attorney. Uh, it's very it's very <laughs> fun. Um, I believe she's a defense attorney. I forgot to check. Uh, I think she is. 
but like there's a lot Back of checker. fun stuff uh, you can do. The big thing is I'm worried that it seems like all the other shows, like the the serious shows, quote unquote, are going to be you know like the 45 minute hour long like show, and this being a half hour really kind of scares me in the feeling that it's not going to be taken as seriously. Mm. Do you are the CW shows are they half hours or are they hour long things? I believe they're hour long. If my memories of watching The Flash. Because that's what I'm thinking of. Because The Flash is the only one I liked. Uh, yeah, season, The Flash was pretty season good. Season one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> the season one finale is excellent. It's so... I love From all of I season remember. one. It's formulaic for, you know, the first half. But it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a good formula. Yeah. It's just the fact that they did it's it for tasty. 19 seasons. And they're still doing it. <laughs> At least they don't have, like... At least it's not like the arrow. The arrow's cast is so mm. annoying. I'm just oh, Flash has a good That's cast. True. Writing aside, good cast. But yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I don't know. She hope I have hopes for it because it is <clears throat> Tatiana Maslany, uh, our famed <laughs> rival and enemy yes. and comrade. Hopefully, we'll find out. Soon to be. <laughs> Potentially, hopefully. But yeah, it's <laughs> you know. I hope this doesn't mean like the rest of the shows we've heard will also be half hour because I don't want a half hour Moon Knight or a half hour Miss Marvel or a half hour fuck what, one of the other ones I can't think of any right now <laughs> like what if is fine being a half hour because it's a little short story yeah but this is just a little I see what you're saying um, I'm mostly concerned because we're in a very you know transformative time for television right now because obviously when uh you know, Black Lives Matter really exploded last year. All of the studios who do a, a cop show decided, oh, mm-hmm. we got to rethink this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then that started trickling over to, like, you know, the legal shows. Like, should we really show lawyers who were, you know, fighting tooth and nail for this person when in reality you pay 50 bucks, they say, oh, yeah, we got it. Mm-hmm. It's already rigged. And then you spend six months in jail <laughs> because yeah. that's the deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, like I'm a little concerned if She-Hulk is going to be more or less woke, especially knowing that it's a comedy. And you know I use woke uh, completely seriously, not as a rib mm-hmm. on uh, the woke culture. It's very so that's point. what concerns me primarily uh, mm-hmm. that they're not going to be modern enough. It's going to be all yucks. Yeah, uh, it was a very good point because like the cop shows. Uh, like cops was even temporarily canceled no one asked for it to be canceled yeah. uh but they pretended that someone did uh and then they brought it back <laughs> within the month or so uh yeah and so like all these legal shows and the only one that kind of didn't was like svu which is already a pretty popular show for tackling uh you know sexual assault mm-hmm. in a you know besides mm-hmm. ice t in a very mature or no, I yeah, Ice T. Uh, besides him, in a very mature way, he he's still kind of a lacking character in that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's it's definitely this is something that is a big cause for concern now. It's kind of like, you know, it's like Guy Gardner, the Green Lantern, who is yeah. an Irish racist cop, ex-racist ex-cop, but like <laughs> his history exists to that point to a lot of people are not a big fan of that character. And it sucks because he's gone through a lot more changes recently. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to understand the these parts of the time and not everyone will... Ensure defense lawyers don't have as much of a bad rap as 
you know, uh, prosecutors or prostitutors. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> we still throw the yucks in, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> we, we, you thought we were serious, but we, we brought you back. But yeah. yeah. It's, it's it was very, all set up. It's a very interesting thing to say. Um, mm-hmm. We've got our concerns. We always hope for the well. We hope for the best for Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. Uh, one of our one of our flagship running bits. <laughs> as soon getting... as she shaves her head, we'll know. It's, ooh, she is a mortal. Oh, we've got something. <laughs> uh, we're gonna also, you know, Mark Ruffalo. I don't. I hope he's just back to being Mark. Because if he's I Hulk, so too. they're gonna waste all the budget on him. <laughs> That's a real weird blood transfusion as well. <laughs> yeah. From giant muscles. Yeah, they've got to think that that's not cool. Okay, moving on to our next bit. This yes. is so. Uh, do you guys like politics? Because we're about to get political. Oh fuck. <laughs> so this is Barack Obama's asterisk favorite movies and TV shows of 2020. You may be saying Nicholas, <laughs> the CRT with HPV. What is <laughs> the no. the asterisk standing for? Uh, I have very little confidence, especially after reading excerpts from his book that dropped earlier this year. One of the most infuriating reads I've read in a while, uh, where he talks about <laughs> lying about things to get in the girl's pants. <laughs> yeah, very shitty. Uh, this just what makes me think that he hired a intern or something, or maybe just like, to, or his daughter to go through what are the big movies and TV shows that people like in 2020. And I'm 99% sure this is what happened. The music, he also has a music list we're not gonna be covering. That one might be more accurate, but mm, not all of it, but we're gonna come through it. And some of these movies <laughs> I'm not familiar with, some of these TV shows I'm not familiar with, but we're gonna go through it uh, real quick. So Ma Rainey's Black Bottom number one came out just a couple days ago, already made the top of his list. That's pretty impressive. Uh, I've heard it came out last month for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out last month for you. Yeah, because I'm in the future. Oh, that's right. As we have discussed. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm a little <laughs> bit slow in the head and nose. I'm sniffly and I got allergies. We're gonna move on <laughs> to the next one. Bean Pole, a Russian drama that was actually on my uh, top of the year list. That was number four. It's a really oh. good movie. It is Russian. It is sad. I watched it uh, before the quarantine happens, or like right soon into it, so the sadness wasn't oh, overbearing shit. yet. But that's pretty good. Cool pretty cool bakurao yeah, it's pretty good is a brazilian movie uh in the talks for movie of the year it's very good i've heard i've heard nothing but praise for it so i'd say right. check that out nomad land i've heard people talking about this recently i've not seen too many 2020 movies besides my friends seeing them and i go wow but you know, this is just another one of those. Might have seen a trailer once, but I don't recall you know, anything about this movie. One of the big art house movies. After this, we have Soul, yep. the the Pixar <laughs> movie. Is Soul even out? I think it's out now. Okay. I think, and I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Barack Obama got like yeah, an early screener early. for Soul. That makes sense. Soul actually. Um, so we, I, I don't Looks know if good. I've shat on Soul on this show uh, because <laughs> I don't good to me. want to because the human world looks amazing and I believe the animator for it uh, the, one of the key animators this guy he actually had another one of his films drop on to Netflix just the same week with you talking about canvas I am talking about canvas with like hell yeah with no fanfare at all uh, he is one of the best key animators I've seen 
in a fucking long time. His stuff, it looks so human and, and part of the pun, soulful. Oh, hey uh, I'd really check those out. They, the, I think the soul world in soul looks really dumb and bad, but the human stuff looks amazing. <laughs> so go check it out. Lover's Rock, I'm not familiar with. Agreed. Me neither. Collective, not familiar with. <laughs> Mank, I'm have not seen it. I want to see it, but I've heard. I want to see it. It's on. I won't, I won't spoil anything for Greg. I'll let him go into it. But oh, <gasps> Martin Eden, let him go. Time, Boys State. I've not heard of any of these. No, me neither. I didn't even know when you stopped saying one title and started the next. Oh well, I mean, I've heard of them, but I haven't seen them. <laughs> They're like the. It's basically just like the cool movies list. <laughs> oh. Okay. But then there's Sella and the Spades, and that one's pretty good. I haven't seen it. Haven't and then it. and then Crip Camp was the documentary that came out in the early part of this year, which is also it's pretty good. Mm. Then TV series, uh, Greg's television favorite, Better Call Saul. It's it gets better as you go. Season Call three, Saul. I believe, is excellent. <laughs> the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> fucking got me a uh, queen's gambit don't need to see it heard it's great starts great gets boring not boring but it's, gets kind of so it's a lot of anya taylor joy staring towards the camera and being hot uh and then it's the Ooh. other person also being hot staring back at the camera and there's a lot of that <laughs> you'll you'll start realizing like it's really good the first couple bits and then you start going hey wait a minute they're feeling time here i may destroy you wait phenomenal show phenomenal show haven't seen it the boys now this one's hilarious because the boys is like very anti the person obama is so it's very funny <laughs> that he let this intern got it past him because he's basically real life oh homelander if you think about it <laughs> uh the good he, lord i almost spoiled the comic oops <laughs> the good lord bird i don't know this one never heard of it I know most of the shows. Uh, Devs. And Devs not is, huge on the boys either. Devs is really good. My friend Tyler What's it watched called? it. Devs. D-E-V-S. Devs. Like developers? I think so. I have not watched it, uh, but my friends have been recommending it. The Last Dance okay. and Mrs. America. I've seen little bits of both of heard them. heard The Last Dance is great. I've, I've heard good things. I want to watch that one. The Good Place. Greg's favorite. Yeah, Good Place is great. You know who's not going to go really to The fun Good show. Place? <laughs> Almost anyone if you've seen the show. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave. Who, Nick? I'll leave that reference to your imagination, but it rhymes with Balakamaba. All right, we're gonna move on. Fuck, I'm gonna have to re-listen to that later because I. <laughs> city so Moving real. On. Another one I don't know. Oh, never heard of it. I'm gonna look up city so real right now, and by me, I mean my. Oh, Fact it's checker, oh, it's the. Um, is it the Chicago documentary? Yeah, I think it's the true. I I've actually on I the do know this play one. or the city. The play, <laughs> no, the city. Okay, I was like, wait a second. But this is definitely like if you looked up like, um, <laughs> best best TV shows 2020, and then art house 2020, you would get 100% this list. And A mixture. Of I would, and I'm just like, and of course, there's some stuff I don't know. I've been out of the movie sphere. Uh, this year, unfortunately, I'm typically pretty why. a lot better about that. But yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, he doesn't have Tenet or Bloodshot, so obviously this was generated. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have Artemis Fowl uh, and, he does not have and Artemis Hillbilly Fowl, Elegy, so I'm wondering what's up with this. <laughs> All right, 
<laughs> you know, I just don't trust that guy. We're going to move on. <laughs> Before Greg gets the comment on my untrustworthy of anyone that's been president. We're going to move uh, on yep. to a game that Greg likes to call... Log lines. Yeah. Now to give you a quick uh, breakdown, this is going to be, as we mentioned, the intermission, the game in between segments. So log lines, for those who don't know, each person has two log lines from popular media and one for an original project. The opponent must then guess which of the three is the original idea for one point. They also have the potential, one might say, to win a second point for guessing the underlying connective theme between the three. Flex points, which this rule has actually changed, uh, so now you get a flex point per popular media piece that you can guess. So if you identify either of the two popular media pieces, you get one flex point per identification. Sound clear? Sounds good. Nick, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Logins? I want to start. <clears throat> Hell yeah, here we go, let it rip. First log line. A boy's dead brother is turned into an email assistant. Second one. A shape-shifting creature torments a group of partiers at Joshua Tree. And the third one. A stoner suddenly develops psychic abilities to the shock of his friends. Is the and second the one headcount? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just kidding. The second one is headcount. Yay, one flex point. Um, can I hear the first and third one again? Yes. So first one. Thank a you. boy's dead brother is turned into an email assistant. And the third one. A stoner suddenly develops psychic abilities to the shock of his friends. I saw your face. <laughs> Be utterly perplexed and I laughed. I had to fight it back. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them sound like you could have written them. But as we all know... Nick doesn't write anything that has drug use, so number one is the original idea. So number one is actually Mega Man Battle Network, the series of Game Boy Advance games. No! <laughs> <laughs> the third one is my idea. That's insane. <clears throat> Are you being for real right now? Yes. I love Mega Man That's Battle crazy. Network. That's <laughs> crazy. Oh, man. So the third one was actually... Wow. I think I, w I was doing some, like, I was on, like, a phone call, or I was watching a live stream or something, and just this, I have this one line popped into my head, and it was, and I just want to make something about it, around it, and it's like, one of them is saying to the other guy, he's like, hey, well, you gotta prove to us that you're psychic. Tickle the back of my balls <laughs> right now. And then he goes, he's telling the truth! <laughs> and that's the only thing I that's really, really have. That's really funny. And I just want it to just be three dudes, kind of. Like Chronicle, oh, but man. without all the scary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like Chronicle, but only one of them has powers. Also, like, kind of like oh, Idle man. Hands. Idle Hands as a title? Idle Hands is, the, is a stoner horror movie comedy with Seth Green. Oh, Never seen it, never heard of it. It's pretty Sounds good. interesting, though. It's, it's Mega it's Man Battle dated. Network. Yeah, man, there's six of them. Here. Well, there's like oh nine of them, but there's six main ones, and there's like different versions. <laughs> it's it's they're really they were my childhood growing up, and you got it's... fucking played. <laughs> like Metal Man, man, yeah, man, I absolutely got played. Um, man, all right. So my only hope for an actual point is the underlying theme, which. Oh, Stoner psychic abilities, headcount is about a, a 
a monster at a party. And then Mega Man, <laughs> Mega Man Battle Network. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, is it, uh, it's not imposter because the last one isn't imposter. Neither is the first. Is it proof? It is not like proof. proving your your power or something like that. It is not proof. Ah, damn it! It is changing or shifting, you know, because the first one is turned oh. into like a he. So he's turned into like an online. It's like a virus defender kind of thing. I should explain Mega Man Battle Network okay. uh, because this is the spoiler <laughs> of the first game. But don't worry, they never bring it up again, uh, really. <laughs> oh, so man. he's turned into like so everyone has like these online avatars. But they're like different from you so it's not like you're controlling them but they have their own personality and you fight viruses they, they're to protect you from viruses online by physically shooting them <laughs> it's very <laughs> fun it's very fun uh yeah so he his dead brother uh hub and the main character's name is lan mm. Mm, yeah <laughs> there's lots of puns in this one uh and right. and very funny spelling errors because the translation team did a big rush job uh but they <laughs> So he's turned into an email assistant, uh, whatever. The shape-shifting creature shifts shapes, obviously. And then the stoner develops psychic abilities. So he could, it's, you know, gaining. He also, I also transforms, yeah. Would have done transforming, stuff like that. You know. All right, all right. Developing devs. Ooh, hey. Fuck, you were telling me the answer. And I mentioned I Mega Man listen. earlier. <laughs> you did. Oh my god! It's one of my I subtle trickeries like we did in the too. guest episode. <laughs> when you said, did it when you order. said what? Yeah, <laughs> when you Shaun of the Deaded us. Yeah. Man, that was great. Thank you. Good job, Nick. Hit me with one of yours. Man, you're about to you're about to catch up. You're only one point behind me. Here we go. My three log lines, starting with number one. A captain commits to going down with his ship only to end up in the middle of a cornfield for 18 years. Log line number two. A FedEx executive undergoes a transformation after crash landing on a deserted island. And log line number three. While attempting to save her father during a hurricane, a college swimmer finds herself trapped in a flooding house fighting alligators okay so number two is castaway number three is crawl and the first one's yours yep here we go <laughs> oh man that was that a was gimme round easy. you knew that one was that was a gimme gimme that round. was a gimme round. he wanted me to win so he so he can see me lose in the future and take my crown what Assuming you don't get the theme, which you probably will, uh, we're completely tied right now. We both have 15 uh, points and four flex points. Stuck slash stranded? Stranded it is. 16. <laughs> Nick has taken the lead for the first time in like... <laughs> Since round one. In like nine games. Because <laughs> we've either been uh, tied or you're barely ahead of me. <laughs> exactly. It's just I led with flex points for like a couple weeks. Oh, man. That was excellent. Good job, Nick. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, so this is this is a play idea that I want to work on about a captain who's an older man. He's like stuck in his ways, so to speak, and and in yeah. You know, I remember historically. Sorry, what? And in corn. Yes, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> historically, there was a ship that was actually lifted by a hurricane, 
and like almost gently placed in a cornfield. And I always thought that was so weird that I wanted to do like a story, a historical fiction piece around that. So the idea came about uh, from historical context. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it, it eventually grew to be a story about an old man who like has many regrets and this is something that he's committing to even though he and historically in this story he like almost starves to death and then people start realizing like oh fuck there's a dude living in that ship so they start bringing him food and like small comforts newspapers magazines all that and his family who survived because they got out on the on the safety boat life raft for the to escape the hurricane his son who eventually ended up having a son who was the other main character in this story um yeah they well at least uh, the grandson is trying to convince him essentially to leave the ship uh and break his commitment to it so that he can actually be like a grandfather and make amends with his son and all that good stuff so yeah, it's just a little story about a man in a ship. The old man in the ship, I call it. Should probably actually read that book uh, so I understand <laughs> I my own reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was Loglines. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Uh, that was a really good round for Nick. Pretty shit one for me. <laughs> it's revenge for all and the ones I've struggled with. <laughs> and that's going to bring us back to uh, the second half of Pop. Right, Nick? Yeah, sure is. So we're going to start us off with, uh, we're going to discuss four trailers today, and I'm not going to tell you what they are. We're going to find out as we go. How about you give us one of them as aforementioned log lines for this, and let's get started. Sounds good. The first log line is for a little lone, <laughs> little lone, little known movie called Nobody coming out in 2021. A bystander who intervenes to help a a bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. Now, if you've seen the trailer, I didn't really get the vengeful drug lord thing. Oh, not this. at all. Uh, <laughs> no. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's all right. That's a story starting. Uh, this is made by the same guy who made John Wick, right? Or one of them at it's, least? It's produced by one of the guys who, pro produced who made by John Wick. Yeah, and you can totally tell. Uh, <laughs> this feels very much like it could be in the same John Wick universe. And this uh, this nobody, so to speak, is uh, not as good as John Wick, but he's very good. And he retires in a similar fashion. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of cool action in this trailer. I was really into the action. Uh, I was really into the Joker bus creep scene, which I guess is going to be the intervening to help a woman who is being harassed scene. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's probably just a reference because Joker is so fresh in my mind. And that was such a big <laughs> point in that film. When, uh, spoilers, he ices three people who were being jerks on a train. Was it three? I uh, was seeing him three, he guns down three men <laughs> on a oh, train. Okay because they were harassing a, a woman. And I'm sure that's happened in other movies too, but that's that's what's no, fresh for me I now. I think and... so. Oh, never? Okay, cool. And <laughs> to be fair, this is on a bus, as you see in the trailer, so it's different. <laughs> very small bus, but too. A very small <laughs> this bus. This bus is small. Which, yeah, for all the action that takes place. 
But yeah, this movie looks great. Uh, I want to see it for sure. Bob Odenkirk's the star. He's the nobody. And uh, what's his character? Looks really name? cool. His name is Bob Oden Nobody. Hutch Mansell. I was about to look it up, but thank you, <laughs> Mansell. What a name. It is. Pretty Nick, cool. how do you feel about this trailer? Uh, so first, I want to talk about. Um, so we we talked about how the drug lord thing doesn't really come across. Now, you also mentioned that he's not as good as John Wick, but I want to give you a counterpoint. There was a scene in the trailer in which he gets punched in the neck, and his neck is so hard that it hurts the guy who punched him's fist. I don't remember that at all. But that is in the hilarious. bus scene. The guy, he hits the first guy and moves to the second, and the guy from behind goes to punch him and, like, hits him on the neck, and he goes, ah! <laughs> it's it's <laughs> So I'm thinking we're dealing with a superhuman... <laughs> it seems that way yeah <laughs> well, probably not but uh, just so interesting casting thing which i didn't really notice in the trailer so hutch's brother is played by rizza from the wu-tang clan oh is he? i don't remember, I don't remember seeing, seeing rizza in the trailer and hutch's father yeah. is played by christopher lloyd <laughs> also not in the trailer i didn't see him nope don't think so very so you know, and that works because you know Bob's fifty-eight and and Christopher Lloyd's eighty-two. So you know, yeah, I could reasonably be a father. Uh, but mm -hmm. so Bob Odenkirk, uh, far and away steals the trailer. He does a kiss. He does this gravelly yeah. old man, Ooh, voice, which really Pretty works. Voice. It works. I'm making fun of it, but it works. The only thing Definitely that seems works. weird is when he's like running and he's very obviously winded. It's like if you've seen a Steven Seagal <laughs> movie lately, it's like, oh man. And it's like, he's really fit for this movie. It's just one scene. I was like, oh, it's just like, he's running like, like a, like foot lengths. It's very, very small steps. <laughs> so this is, as we said, just basically just John Wick 4, uh, you know, uh, a guy who shouldn't have been messed with gets messed with. And he'll do whatever it takes to protect what he loves or in return get vengeance is what John Wick was all about. Uh, yep. he, Bob Odenkirk, his character, Hutch Mansell, or Mansell, uh, apparently has PTSD, is what the <laughs> Wikipedia is saying, because he, he was in some military group in the past and he obviously left for some reason. And I think that's why mm -hmm. he, he has some issues uh, has an iron invasion. neck. Yeah, and that's why he has an iron neck from the PTSD. It's a fun side yeah. effect of it. The rest sucks, but <laughs> that part's cool. Uh, speaking of someone with PTSD, my neck is so hard I can break steel. I can bend steel with it if I look up. Uh, so you can melt steel beams with it. You got a bunch of clips from. I'm presuming they're nobody characters because they only have like one bit in the trailer, and they're not like, as far as I know. They're not playing named characters, or at least any big part of the story. But they're just being a dick. They're like, the cop's like, you didn't take a swing at him? And then the, yeah. this guy at work is like, wow, you didn't beat their asses? What a pussy. And I was like, why are you guys being so mean to Bob Odenkirk? He's done nothing to you. He's just old. Yeah. Uh, he's a nobody. Yeah, he is nobody. First half of the first half of the trailer I really like, because it's really cool. And it kind of gets over his, the PTSD and the fear of what's happening. And then the second half happens. And then I'm like, oh, man. It, oh, the first half, also including the bus fight scene, which I think is cool. And his iron neck. And then after that, it's, it's like... Oh, when he pulls out the revolver and just lets all the bullets drop. Like, fuck, yes. Like, that's cool. Very stupid. Why would you do that? Very stupid. That's so <laughs> dumb. 
But then when it goes to like, oh, I've got to protect my family. And he like shoves him into his basement and suddenly his house has like the ar the armored shutters <laughs> from the purge. And he's like got all this equipment and stuff. It's cool, but it's so dumb. Like that's, it's crossed the boundary of yeah. a little bit too dumb for me. Especially because- Doesn't the, quite make sense. Especially because the drug lord doesn't, the, that stuff, that's new information to me. Because watching the trailer, mm -hmm. these guys come after he talks about being in the special services. So it looks like it's like the CIA is sending like a hit team in after him. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. I was like, this man with the iron neck, uh, with the man with the iron fists. <laughs> the like, man with the iron, uh, yes, hell yeah. It's like, oh, he's too powerful. His neck has become too strong. <laughs> How are we going to beat him? We've got to take him out. it? Uh, and so that's where the movie kind of, the trailer kind of falls flat for me. I'm sure it'll be good, like fun action schlock. Uh, I'm I'm gonna watch it. Uh, it's getting it's being released exclusively in theaters currently, so not gonna watch it for a while. But still, yeah, at some point, that's too bad. Some point. Also, uh, just to speak on that point about the house being like you know armored and shit like that. It uh, doesn't really work in-universe. If you go back to the first John Wick movie, he doesn't just have his guns somewhere in his house. Mm -hmm. They're literally under cement in the basement, which is Very one of the cool. coolest scenes <laughs> in that movie. Just smashing his big old feet. And <laughs> not smashing with his feet, with a sledgehammer, and his big old feet are just kind of like walking around the rubble. The but... controls for his house are literally behind a light switch. <laughs> he just goes, flick. Yeah. That, if I would have noticed that on accident oh, because I'm clumsy. You're telling me no one noticed that? <laughs> no one. Never. Oh. No kids. And moving on to our next trailer, Psycho Goreman, also known as PG, I guess. After unearthing a gem that controls an evil monster looking to destroy the universe... A young girl and her brother use it to make him do their bidding. Nicholas, you want to kick us off on yeah. this, babe? So, uh, it is a like a fun, Ow. schlocky CGI monster mash movie, and in that, I think this trailer succeeds. Where this trailer does not succeed is the little girl who is supposed to be our lead. Uh, I think for child actors, it's always hit or miss. And this is a relatively young child, probably around 10 to 12 is my guess. I think the brother's probably a little older than that, but even then, not much. They're very young and they are very annoying. <laughs> it's, they've got some lines that are good, but it's just like high-pitched, peppy, sassy girl character, you know, child character who we know can't, won't be punished at all because you know, it's the how the movies work. And that's just, it's just a little bit annoying. I know that it's gonna grate on me. Mm -hmm. But, I like the, 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 the effects. The, you know, they do a lot of uh, practical effects. They have a couple CGI things later on, but that's not much of an issue. Because they, they all look really cool. CGI is really kind of kicking it up. That where even like people without a lot of money can kind of still keep up and not look terrible. So I, I like hmm. all those. The monster designs. Because spoiler alerts, there's monsters. It's like they're all like Power Rangers Whoa. villains, and they're they're pretty cool. Or they Hell or they're yeah. like um like in Goosebumps, like when they have like the big practical monster <laughs> costumes. That's what they all look like. I kind of love it. Yeah. And 
and, and, and a, a crucial part of this is the comedy because it is like a comedy horror action thing not really horror but like scary elements to it like a goosebumps uh mm -hmm. yeah and the comedy doesn't really do it for me all the time but that's kind of like what the genre is like this pulpy stuff is not always it's good it's dumb jokes and quips and you know things being out of their element and stuff like that and some of it's not gonna do it whatever i'm i'm very i don't sound as positive on this movie but but i am it's just you know the whole package is just looks really good i've just got a couple couple things on it how about you greg that's fair um i think this looks fun when people talk about how like oh strangers stranger things is like you know so much nostalgia for the 80s i believe and it's just like not I, uh, yeah it's a ghostbusters in the first season's like all right and i haven't watched the other seasons but when i see this this feels like oh this is like a love oh. letter that's what it feels like it feels, it feels like great I, I mentioned this when we were talking about it, it feels like suburban commando yeah. the movie with hulk hogan as like the space warrior who crashes in the suburbs and shelly duvall's like oh my god and <laughs> you know and he has to fight aliens and stuff this is what this feels like understanding like how this world works i'll have to double feature those two because i've never seen that or heard of it but it sounds awesome <laughs> it's pretty good and uh yeah the comedy in this it seems pretty you know basic like kid says a thing and then he says something inappropriate back but for the most part i liked his little quips back you know like he's when he's the kid the at the end is like <laughs> yeah exactly the kid at the end is like uh, it was nice to meet you and he'd be like he, he says something like it'd be nicer if you were dead and then so the kid good. just stands there and he goes okay and then leaves <laughs> it's the, that makes me crack up I think it's really funny uh, I like the design of Psycho Gorman mm -hmm. uh, a bit muddy but still nice like the little red flares in there that kind of guide you through the, through the design and I'm um, looking at the poster right now and it looks fun. It looks like a cool poster as well. So aesthetically, I think this movie knows what it is, and I don't think it's gonna falter in that aspect. I love his cowboy outfit. Or it's like it looks like <laughs> Sam Neill in Jurassic Park. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. He looks like someone from Jurassic Park. Oh man. That's awesome. Alright. Moving on to the next trailer. Yes. Perfect. Moving on to the next trailer. Breaking fast. Breaking fast. Mo, a practicing Muslim living in West Hollywood, or WeHo, is learning to navigate life post-heartbreak. Enter Cal, an all-American guy who surprises Mo by offering to break fast with him during the holy month of Ramadan. Directed by Mike Mosalam. Who is a gay and Muslim. And written by Mike Mosalam, who is a gay Muslim. Uh, he actually wrote this as a short film first which i think is interesting i kind of want to see the short film wherever it lies mm -hmm. probably vimeo uh possibly youtube but i really liked when uh well i really like this trailer i just uh, i think it's got some great lines i think it's about more than just it feels like it's a little bit about religion it's a little bit about uh culture and it's also about love uh, just like The Big Sick kind of was, which I really love The Big Sick. I think it's a great movie. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Zoe Kazan, one of my favorite actresses. Sorry, actors. Trying to cut actress out of my vocab. And it's it's got 
a couple great lines in this trailer that I just want to share real quick, and then I'll throw the ball over to Nick. Cal says to Mo, at one point, uh, you're a gay Muslim guy in WeHo who knows what it's like to have assumptions made about him. Which I really liked, because I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah. I feel like he would know what it's like. Probably. Cal, you cheeky bastard. Depending on the And the other one that I really on liked this. was... Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one that I really liked uh, was, I like you. Uh, what do you like about me? It's just a very poignant, like... You know, I love you. I know what I want. What do you want? And it's like, at that point, it breaks down all the barriers of uh, family, religion. It's just me and you, and do you love me? In one line, and it's so good. And I, I want to see this movie. Uh, Nick, tell me why I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Tell me about the comments and or uh, your other opinion. So I'm going to just say this one thing. This is... In, this is an interesting look into the intersection of two identify uh, two identities that people both view as completely separate and this includes people within you know one or the other and this is about a gay Muslim man now if you watch the trailer for this or if you go to the IMDB page or any place publicly discussing this movie you are going to find a lot of people very upset at it uh, for violating the the rule the rules or tenets of uh, Islam, and I I'm not Muslim. I'm not a very religious person, so I can't comment on that. But what I can comment on is one: don't fucking review bomb movies. That's really <laughs> shitty. That happened to never, rarely, sometimes, always. One of my favorite movies of the year, my second favorite movie of the year, uh, and that is a Ooh. a pro-choice movie about a, a young girl who, in an unfortunate, you know, case of circumstances, has to go to New York to get an abortion because you can't in New Jersey without parental permission, and she can't do that. Ugh. And she gets lied to by, by a... I won't. She gets lied to by people and there's bad things, but it's her and her cousin. And it's a very sweet relationship between these two trying to do that. Now, the pro-life team has a huge (laughs) uh, review bomb on everything. So I think it's got like a 20% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes and like a... Oh, the the Metacritic one's really low too. 99 uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. So one of the biggest discrepancies nice. since a Marvel movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, <clears throat> but this is very much like that. It's it's about things that are real. And one of the comments that stood out to me was someone saying that, was someone defending this movie. And they were like, yeah, this is about the intersection between, you know, the, the Muslim communities and the gay communities. And then the first comment with like 20 likes on it, was like there is no such thing as both of these communities they are two separate things mm. entirely and that is something that just is it true because there are no islam is a very strict religion and they have it's got its pluses and its downs like any religion i don't care about the downs really i try to look more on the positive side uh like there's good things in practically any religion i can't think of any besides uh Tom Cruise's soapbox that would <laughs> make you upset. <laughs> I don't want to say it. The people will come after me and kill me, gut me in the streets. Oh, 
Sorry, I said it. All right, we'll censor that. I feel that. like you're referencing comics. I've referenced it many <laughs> times before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a very... It's just very unfortunate to see that this movie is going to be unfairly maligned instantly because it has a... Because it, it's about something. And it's also... They talk about having an overbearing uh, a mother uh, with with this religion and about breaking fast. And so people are interpreting that as anti-Muslim. It's kind of like how uh, Mignones, the French movie, was interpreted as being anti-Muslim. And it's not. The, the trailer definitely does not do the best job. And I think the trailer here also has some key flaws <laughs> with, with yeah. how it's handling things. That It's kind of opening it up for this thing another comment and this is many comments talking about how this movie is 50 years too early for people to take it seriously or 20 years too early or the world's not ready for this yet and it really sucks that that that's what people have already decided because i think the world is ready for yeah. being able to accept gay people for existing <laughs> in fact i think it's kind of agreed uh, I think it's kind of been past uh, the do. Uh, we should have been able to accept <laughs> gay people because they've been around. All right. Mm -hmm. I don't have too much to say beyond that besides what uh, Greg's already said. It looks cute. Uh, the guy, the American guy, I'm a little, I'm a little iffy on. He's a little soap, soap romance. He's kind of. Yeah, he feels like. You know. Like he's part of a soap opera. Yeah, he's, he's definitely kind of that. But I don't have any hatred for this movie. I figure if, as as with any movie, and I should clarify this because I kind of, I throw some stank around. Watch it before you want to give your <laughs> opinion review on it. And if you don't want to watch it because you're not interested and, and you want to discuss what other people found on it, that's fine. But just say that instead of just pretending <laughs> you watch the movie. Okay exactly i agree wholeheartedly and uh even if it comes out i see it and i don't like it i'm glad it exists yeah. just like i'm glad happy season exists it's like with like with with Mignonis. i was like i didn't think that was a very particularly good movie it was their first direct directing thing Not, debut yeah debut that's the word uh and <laughs> I said that sarcastically. I did not mean it sarcastically. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Uh, that's just uh, a habit of mine. Sorry. But yeah, it's... <laughs> especially since it's like from this guy's own story. It's his own perspective. Same with me, yeah. honest. We're going to move on to the next... And same with the big sick. Oh, yeah. The big Moving big. on to the next one. <laughs> Seder. Secluded in a desolate forest, a broken family is observed by Seder, a supernatural entity who is attempting to claim them. Okay, so I gotta Jump discuss something very <laughs> first because it made me die laughing watching the trailer. So this okay. is done by the studio 1091. Um, so there, they, they did a little mm -hmm. logo pop-up at the beginning of this trailer and it is almost a one-to-one -one copy of the A24 uh, logo intro <laughs> and then seeing the trailer it's like holy shit is this just like are we getting like the asylum version of a24 already <laughs> holy shit it's that's real quick because this Incredible. seems very much like if you want to combine uh it comes at night with the witch and <laughs> a little bit of like 
uh, the ritual. And I don't know if the ritual is A24, but it's like, it looks I like a, a combination of like these three just kind of feels. Uh, especially there's a shot with the dog running into the darkness, which is 100% from It Comes at Night. It's one of the best shots where it's barking at the darkness and then it eventually goes into it, I believe. I uh, don't remember it. Thought it was a bad movie. Didn't like it. Uh, I have not seen it. I know the trail. I know a lot of people had differing, like the trailer and what it was marketed to be was not what the movie was. Yeah. So it's hard yeah, to get rid of those issue. perceptions before you see it. And I, I suffer from that too. It's why I haven't watched it. I'm sure I'd like it because I like that slow burn kind of stuff. Uh, one thing that stood out uh, in this trailer, there was a big old slug in it. And I'm a big fan of slugs. <laughs> it did look like CGI, which is, you know, it's a little weird. I'm sure you could have spent like a couple bucks to go to like a... <laughs> to get a slug. To get, and like even like, because, you know, I watched something about... Uh, it was, I think it was in Animal Worlds, the documentary on Netflix, where the, or Alien Worlds on, on Netflix, Ooh. that is about, like, it's like speculative nonfiction on life on other planets and how the animals react and how that's similar to what arts do. What they did is, like, oh, the photography we see of, like, you know, insects in the wild, that's not in the wild for the most part. They do that on a soundstage with, you know, like, animals from, like, bug farms and things, and they just have a yeah. cool setup. And I didn't know that. I, I, I'm pretty sure you can just do that. I'm sure you can hire someone to get this banana slug. It looked like a banana slug. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was. To, to just do it. Because he doesn't do cutie. much. He just kind of wiggles, and then it cuts away. <laughs> kinda... I don't know if he's plot relevant. I'd assume not, uh, based on what we know of the plot. But it'd be cool if he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is the satyr. So, there um... is. Um, there's a bit in the trailer... You see a big monster hand grab the door and stop it from closing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And they cut away real quick, and it's like, so you don't get enough time to really get it. And then, so I was like, that, oh, you did great, trailer. You didn't show the monster. And then, then the trailer shows the monster. Uh, <laughs> and he just looks like a buff man with, like, a head, like a goat yeah. skull on his head. And that's kind of... Like and big doofy claws. Yeah, like if that is the monster, because we see someone in like a cultist outfit, like a mock-up. So hopefully that's just like a big buff man in a mock-up. <laughs> because I really want this monster. Because like big muscular monsters, I don't know, are never are, are not that scary to me. Because it just makes me think of Bigfoot or like a big buff man or like my stepdad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd rather the it be skills. like a Wendigo and be kind of like lanky and kind of gaunt and like oh, kind of in, in, as inhuman as possible. And yeah. unfortunately, it's just a big man. Uh, unfortunately, if you've seen like, the ritual. You've seen the best. Yeah, the ritual's real good at it. Uh, so this trailer is not. I'm railing on it, but it's not that bad. It's not a terrible trailer. It's a little preachy. It's a little like we're a Torah. Mm. <laughs> and they're like, we have an old lady talking on a radio. Watch out, the satyr is doing things. Uh, I think this is obviously a reference to a satyr of the creature of Greek mythology. Uh, I think so too. Yeah. I'm hoping this is not coven cult shit because we've seen this movie. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like this movie <laughs> is going to be coven slash cult shit. And, and I, the TV show. <laughs> yeah, and I really don't want it to be that. 
because I think we've seen so, especially Idiot. lately, covens and cults have been kind of the rage. Uh, Ooh. And I don't think this movie's going to do be- do what it does better than any of them, especially since it's taking from so many uh, previous tertiary yeah, sources. Exactly. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Uh, I agree with pretty much everything you've said, although I personally love the tapes because I really love her descriptions of the Seder. It makes it, and this is like a big uh, gripe I have with the, <laughs> with the cult coven uh, issue, because I believe it is that. Mm-hmm. I She makes him sound so ethereal and like, what's one of the things she says? She says, uh, his eyes are his everything. And it just feels so... And I know I say this like almost every episode, but it feels so cosmic, like intangible, the way she keeps describing him as like a fire that consumes all. He sees everything in the darkness and what he can't see will be revealed in the light. It's like all of these cryptic things that feel very atmospherically uh, relevant, but then you get into like the visuals of the trailer and they show you that claw, which I liked when it grabbed the door from like... Mm -hmm. 15 feet away and I could hardly see but at the end when they do a nice big old close-up on them doofy claws they look like the toes of the creature from Ocarina of Time I believe when he's a big old Muppet monster with egg toes and it's just like (laughs) that's not Ocarina that is um uh what's the Wii one oh uh, Twilight Princess no, the Skyward other Sword? one. <laughs> um, Wind Waker? Skyward Sword, yes, okay. yes. You were right. <laughs> Skyward Sword is a big old doofy Muppet fella. And that's kind of what he reminds me of when you see the dull claws oh, I think, up I, close. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. the I, I forgot what his name was, but... Yeah, I, I love her description. I like the atmosphere a lot that they build in the trailer yeah, it's for this like movie. I love it. the banana slug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that Because <laughs> it worked, and they were like, I'll take it. <laughs> And then they stole the banana slug too. <laughs> hope they give them back. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. But yeah, <laughs> this movie overall uh, says here it's an hour twenty five minutes, which is you know a sweet spot that's for a, horror. That's a crisp, crisp pace. Hopefully. Oh yeah, hopefully <laughs> if done well. Uh, I also don't quite remember his family being with him because it says a broken There's family. There's the guy by Seder. in the truck. I that shouts back family. at him. He's like, what you doing? You need to get back in there. Because, like, most of it's just, like, the guy <laughs> and his dog. But then there's a guy in the yeah. beard with, in the truck. And I think that might be, like, his brother or something. Maybe the old Possibly. lady's his ma. Oh, and the old lady's, yeah, probably. Uh, so that that felt, well, reading the log line and seeing the trailer, those feel a bit uh, disparate. Is that the word? Probably. Um but yeah, overall, you know, if this was on Netflix, I'd give it a watch. Yeah. It seems like you could have a decent time watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing incredibly special, especially throwing away the cosmic elements. Assuming they do, haven't seen it. For all I know, my dream comes true. But <laughs> yeah, uh, this movie looks all right. Like it'd be worth a watch mm-hmm. at least once. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. And that's all. That was the last trailer we had. Those are all the trailers. We played log lines, which means we're heading to the end notes. End notes. You know we're talking about them end notes. End that note, daddy. 
<clears throat> I wasn't expecting that. Thank you. Would you like to start uh, us off, Gregory? Sure. Uh, for this week's endnotes, I wanted to recommend to everybody out there uh, Nerd Writer One. It is a YouTube channel. I'm sure most of you have heard of it or seen a video by him at some point. I don't know what his posting schedule is. I think he only puts up one video a month, but he's got a nice backlog and. Uh, it's eclectic. There's a lot of different topics he covers. They're pretty short videos too, uh, typically between say six and ten minutes. Uh, so you know, you can get in, eat a couple like potato chips, learn a little something about uh, because he's a video essayist. Should probably say that. Uh, <laughs> you can get in, learn a little something about Nintendo music and how it's made, or why Bruno Mars's. 20 21 carat magic 24 yeah 24 carat magic why it makes you dance and it goes back into the history of the drum beat that he uses which is really interesting i'm sure nick already knows the history of it but <laughs> he's a big music man but you know literally. it's a bunch of interesting things he goes from <laughs> literally he goes from he covers music videos uh sometimes political stuff not like uh not like his opinions, but I know, for example, he has how Donald Trump uh, prepares a speech or something, and he goes over the rhythm and the cadence of how he speaks and how he really punches in certain messages. And he did the same thing with uh, Bernie Sanders, I believe. So a lot of interesting topics you can go through on a rainy Saturday. <laughs> and yeah, Nerdwriter1. I really like his stuff. Uh, wish he made more. And that's my call to action. Nicholas? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's, what do you got for this end note? Uh, I'm going to recommend Sweet Home, which is a South Korean television series that has recently dropped onto Netflix. This is a show based off of a webtoon of the same name. A webtoon is the comics, you know, like the manga equivalent in Korea, where it's an entirely <laughs> like vertical strip instead of like a, a book format. So yeah. there's different art, and it's it's more digital than like the handmade stuff. Of it. I believe the director is oh the director. There's several directors: uh, Lee Yong Bak, Jang Young Woo, Park So Hyun. Uh, it is Ooh. so fucking good. I watched um three episodes, the hour long episodes too. So it's meaty. I think there's only ten in the season. It is basically you know the Resident Evil movie that's entirely within the skyscraper afterlife. I think. Yeah. It's like that, but like way better. <laughs> uh, so what happens is, let me tell it. So they're stuck in this Korean apartment building and, you know, it's a big, tall apartment building in the bottom. There's like these shops and laundry stuff. So they can, they get stuck in here because this big epidemic breaks out in which people are turning into monsters uh, and like really oh, interesting monsters too. Uh, so it starts off with an infection. You get like a nosebleed and then you start mutating and i'm not sure if it's based off some sort of character quirk or something or it's just like random what happens to them but one of the first ones mm -hmm. you see is this guy he's a stretched out guy and he's got this big like giant head and his tongue has turned into this big like worm creature like kind of like in the mist you know that drags yeah. that cool fella under the the garage door it's like his tongue is yeah. that and that's the first one you encounter <laughs> there's like this crazy lady there's this guy whose head gets like cut in half 
So he loses his eyes, oh, so shit. his ears grow, and so he responds to sound. And so whenever you see the top of his head, it's like grown over like half of a brain. It's really cool designs. Yeah. <laughs> um, really good actors. It follows three characters. Cha Hyun Soo, which is a suicidal high school student, moves into the apartment called Green Home uh, after his family's killed in a car accident. And uh, nice. he gets infected Very pretty battle soon. Very battle uh, but so he's the he's the one of the main protagonists. Then you have Pyeong Sang Wook, who is a mysterious man who punishes evil with evil, whom everyone misunderstands for a gangster. That's what Wikipedia said because I couldn't really describe his character because he's kind of because he doesn't talk much. You just kind of see what he does, and he's a badass. Uh, the first thing you see is him torturing a man tied up entirely in duct tape in his apartment. Hey, you don't Good really for him. Know. I'm sure he deserved it. I assume so as well, but you don't. Well, I'm full, three episodes <laughs> in, not sure yet. Uh, and then you have So Yi Kyung, who is she is a former firefighter, uh, and she's fucking like you know like that practical badass. And it's you know with this training and the physical ability is yeah. really cool perspectives. And there's so many fun side characters. There's this really shitty. He owns the grocery store, so obviously he's the greedy old man, the toupee hates his wife hates all these it's like you know he's like i don't care if it's the world's ending you if you want to come in my store you're paying me and you're buying shit there's uh this uh christian man who is he heaps a katana to protect him and others he's the devout christian very cool there's this oh the best character though is this middle-aged man uh he is uh he's disabled he's stuck in his wheelchair but he was like an arms developer or something like a like a <laughs> so he's like he has the, he turned his crutch into like a special gun it only has like three shots but he's nice. like he, he's really good at figuring out and so the main character comes to him with like this knife duct tape to like a broom handle and he's like <laughs> let me fix that up for you and he gets a like battery charge like a taser battery or something it's really cool oh, shit. and it's just them trying to survive in these different groups and fighting against really cool monsters, I can't praise it enough. Go check it out. Nice. You know, I saw this on Netflix, and I thought, I bet Nick would really like <laughs> I was. So I'm glad I was uh, right. The artist, um, Trevor, Slimy Swamp Ghost, who I talked about in the last end notes we did, which is a while back now, he actually yeah. recommended this, because I didn't even know it was on Netflix, because uh, I don't really check the listings mm-hmm. too much, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I need something to watch. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is great. <laughs> And he'll never finish it because he doesn't continue after his first binge. It's true. I'm not, I'm gonna try and finish that. I've been watching Hannibal <laughs> several times, so. Oh, nice. There we go. All right. I really like Hannibal. Yeah, finished season one today. <laughs> Dope. All right. I think that brings us to the social media portion of the show, the part of the show we never yeah. miss up, we never miss, never, never ever, never, 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 never. Uh, I'm gonna start us um. off, <laughs> and uh, where you can find me on Instagram at Nicholas Roman numeral number three. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Doctor P L S S. Where can they find you, Gregory? Well, Dr. Plus, you can find me. me at most places under the name Greco Bo, G-R-E-C-O-B-O. Uh, if you see Greco Bo 9-4, that's probably me. Or Greg CB 9-4. Uh, or Greg CB 9-4. I recently changed my Twitter one, so that one should be Greco Bo now. Okay, perfect, because that's um, why I was referencing. <laughs> But yeah, you can find me on Twitter under that name typically, uh, Instagram, pr- 
uh, YouTube for sure. And I also have an Instagram page <laughs> that goes by Mix Match Media. I make funny bits on there, and maybe you'll think they're funny too. What was Who the last knows? one you did? It you can was, also. Uh, I like that one a lot. It was. It wasn't the A-legged freaks one. No. Oh, it was... the Star Wars one. Was it Star Wars? Was that the one you just did? I did the opening crawl recently. Yes, 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 yes. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty funny. I like that one. Is it Happy Gilmore? No. Yeah, was, yeah uh, Billy Madison. Madison. That's what it was. Yes, oh. also Adam Sandler. <laughs> Very fun. Today, Junior. You can also <laughs> find our Twitter for the podcast. We started an official yeah. podcast Twitter at Pod. That is M-O-R-B-O-L-P-O-D. You can send us questions that you want us to answer at the intro of our show there or at our Gmail. You can email us at morebowl831 at gmail.com. We are pretty receptive Mm -hmm. with it. You may not get an email back from us depending on what you write, but we will definitely (laughs) use your questions as long as you don't get too saucy. Hex, yeah, or share your opinions with us. Yeah. Tell us how much you pictures hate our log lines or love them. Tatiana Maslani punching pictures of us. <laughs> I was going to say of our crypto coolology uh, characters, but. Sure. Oh, yeah. I like that too. There's more fan so. Art up there. Oh, and now that we have a Twitter, we can actually post things, like if anyone does fan art. <clears throat> Please do fan art for us. We, we um, will credit and all of that. The, the good stuff. We love, we love crediting authors we love supporting independent creators yes which also reminds me uh if you send in questions or comments and you don't want to be referenced your name reference mm-hmm. uh please let us know because we weren't sure the last time so we didn't say a name yeah that, that... Uh, probably for the best that time but you know we never know we will so default to not you saying your name but if you do want it let us yes. know as long as it's not yeah too vile. shout out your twitter handle or whatever <laughs> That is going to bring us to the end of our show. We had a, a little bit of a breezier episode than usual with this new format. I hope you guys like it. Mm-hmm. If you don't, send us an email, gmail, uh, uh, morebowl, <laughs> if you want, at gmail.com, and we might listen to you. Hell might yeah. not. We'll find out. Just remember, if you don't Czechoslovakia, who will? <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, everyone. <laughs> Have a good night and drive safe.